This is Living Forever, Not an Option, a podcast brought to you by Care Dimensions, a provider of hospice, palliative care, and support services in Massachusetts. Your hosts are Lynn Skarmis and Mary Crow. My name is Mary Crow, Director of Professional and Community Education at Care Dimensions, and I'm thrilled today to welcome to the show Robert Hagopian, he goes by Bob, uh, who is our, a wonderful chaplain, but one of our bereavement specialists. Bob, thanks so much for being here. You're welcome, Mary. It's always a pleasure to be with you, especially to talk about these topics. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're going to talk about a very important topic today about coping with the holidays and particularly after a loss. And we have the pleasure because, Bob, you're a crowd favorite. So you have been on our show, more, you know, a few times. And I really I love having you on the show and, and, again, to talk about this very, very important topic. Sure. Thank you very much. Yeah, tell the audience a bit about yourself. Sure. Well, I'm, I've been with Care Dimensions. It will be eight years coming up in March of 24. Um, I've been a chaplain for all those years. I just started as a bereavement coordinator and counselor in our greater Boston office this past February, uh, February of 22. And uh, it's really been a natural transition for me uh, dealing with grief as I have 24 years in ministry. Yes. Um, I'm still a chaplain in emergency services and I've been a minister for 24 years. So. Uh, this is all territory I'm very familiar oh, with. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, thanks for all you do, Bob. We You're really appreciate the, the lives you've touched. Thank that's for sure. Thank you for everything you do in Thank spreading you. the word about us. Thank you. So let's talk about, again, you know, the holiday time is fast approaching. And I always like to say, too, here, here we are with holidays coming up. This isn't just now. This is, you know, holidays can be any event that's right. special to that person. Absolutely. And that can be year-round. But there, this gets a lot of requests and certainly a lot of emphasis mm -hmm. around now because of these, some of the main holidays that right. are coming up. So what are some of the challenges that people face around the holidays? Well, I've always felt, you know, very concerned about people who lose their loved ones at the holiday mm -hmm. times or leading up to them because these are people that have been part of their lives mostly all their lives they could be parents grandparents aunts uncles sisters brothers and to not have them there for thanksgiving and christmas and hanukkah you know all these these uh, you know kwanzaa all these holidays where families come together to have that missing chair or that missing person yeah. is is very traumatic i think for most people yeah. so i'm glad that we're there to help them navigate through the holiday time such a conspicuous loss isn't it, it is. uh, right absolutely now. i think is. it's just even you know it you feel it anyhow but even right. more so than ever absolutely yeah yeah, yeah I, th I think you know certainly the media doesn't help us any does it no, because, you know, you're supposed to be happy at the holiday times and all right. these commercials you see and on TV with families gathering for meals, for events, you know, lighting, lighting candles, uh, you know, all of this is just, it just sort of keeps reminding people that they're not, there's some people who aren't there with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they're missing out on that experience. It's just such a clash of emotions, you know, this, uh, you know, the, right. and like you say, this, we're, we're, told that we're supposed to be celebratory we're supposed yeah. to be out there joyful and merry and all of these and it's truly a clash with the emotions that people experience certainly when they've had a significant loss absolutely right and I think too it affects the people who are part of their lives yeah. their friends their co-workers their family members uh, they themselves may be experiencing grief but sometimes people are very awkward they don't know exactly what to do or what to say to someone who has lost someone and coming up to the holidays, it's, you know, people are 
it can be very confusing and people can say things they don't mean to be hurtful but can be hurtful so we try to do education and helping people to understand how do you approach the holidays with someone who has experienced a deep loss absolutely so that's wonderful like to help you know how can we help others through it and also how how do we navigate it ourselves right I think uh, you know that's tricky for people because of the pressures that people often feel absolutely so So the, you know, we'll get into the, the, the practical solutions, but I, you know, I always say to, to people that, you know, one of the, the major things that I think that we need to do around the holidays or when we're experiencing grief is there's one word that I think comes to mind and it's permission. Uh, you know, how do we do that? Because it's hard enough to attain permission from others, but we're harder on ourselves, aren't we? That's right. So I think that, you know, how do we, how do we have permission to do the things we need to do and not do the things that are just too painful around the holidays? Right. I think primarily you need to be honest with yourself. Yeah. The person who is grieving, the people who are around that person who are grieving or maybe trying to help them, their, fr- their friends, as I mentioned, coworkers, things that you should say, things you shouldn't say. Yeah. Uh, what I've always said, because grief is universal, yeah. and every sentient being on this planet experiences it. So I think we have to be honest with ourselves first yeah. and understand that our grief is very unique to us. Yeah. So there may be things at the holidays that we used to do that maybe we won't do this time around. Right. Or maybe we'll think about maybe getting back to that uh, in a, at another year, another yeah. time. But I think it's primarily be honest with yourself. And I always say to my families that I serve, whether it's around the holidays or anything, tell your family and friends how you feel. Let them know because they want to know what to say and do and they don't want to hurt you. They want to help you. So if there's something you know that's coming up that you say, well, you know what? I don't think I'm going to attend that this year because I'm really missing, you know, my mother, my father, whoever. And, um, you know, maybe we can do this a different way. Right. So I think the permission is not only for, you know, people reaching out to each other. How do you give each other permission to comfort each other and to support each other? But how do you give yourself permission to enjoy these family traditions and the different religious celebrations that, you know, that happen around the holidays? Some people feel, I don't deserve to be happy anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve to laugh. I don't deserve to enjoy, you know, lighting the Hanukkah candles. You know, I don't. Right. And it's like everyone deserves to feel the best they can right. in their time mm-hmm. and in their own way. Right, right. So, you know, we shouldn't force people to do things. We shouldn't force ourselves right. to do things. Right. We should just be honest and open. And, and when we share it with the people who care about us, they will help us, right? And right. we will help them. Yes, yeah. yeah y- you bring up so many important points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a wonderful uh, quote that says, "Joy and pain can live in the same home, yes. and neither negates or denies the other." And I think that's the hard part for people is oh, that when is. they feel that twinge, was part of that permission is allowing yourself, if you do have that twinge of joy, yeah. or th- or happiness, or or whatever it is around the holidays to allow yourself to feel that way and it's not at all being disloyal to the person no. that you've lost. And that's an important point. I'm glad you brought that up because most people feel, well, how would, you know, my, my loved one, you know, I shouldn't be happy when they're when they're dead. Right. And it's like, yeah, okay, we understand that. But if they were here, that's right. How would they like you to be? 
right. would they want you to, to continue to be in pain? No, they would want you to say, you know what, I'm going to pick my life up, keep going. There's more life to live and hold on to and cherish those memories of that, of that person. Um, you know, what would they do if they were sitting right here? Right. How would they feel about it? Right. And, you know, I think that might be helpful. Absolutely. You know? yeah. 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 There's a, an, another uh, wonderful saying that, that comes out of uh, if people have seen the movie Tuesdays with Maury, mm -hmm. and, uh, which is a base, it's factual, um, and it talks about uh, death ends a life, not a relationship. Uh, so that person is forever a part of your life, mm -hmm. forever a part of your world, and how you're renegotiating that that relationship and I think that again what you're saying is so important for people thank you and I think that's an excellent point and by the way that the movie and the book are both excellent yes, I've, read yeah. the, I've read the book and it's important to understand that 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 person is still a part of your life even though if their body is gone they're not here physically they're still in your mind they're still in your heart yeah. and again depending on people's belief systems and philosophies their essence, their mind, their consciousness is still there. Right. So one thing that we advise our families all the time, any time during the year, talk to your loved one. Mm -hmm. Tell them how you're feeling. Right. Talk about the Christmas tree. Talk about the Hanukkah bush. Right. You know, talk about the Kwanzaa lights. Whatever you are doing, right. share it with them as if they are here because, you know, in effect, they are. Right. And the more we do that over the course of time, the better we will feel and the more we will heal right. from that loss. Yeah. Because, you know, and I've had many people say this to me. They'll write a letter to them, yes, to their yeah. loved one, or they'll have a journal and they'll share thoughts in there with them. Yeah. It's amazing how healing that can be. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. some people are like, well, that's sort of ridiculous. The person's not here. No, play pretend then. Right. Because even if you don't have some concept of a life after death, it's going to help you to be able to express yourself. Right. And I think that in itself is a way of finding a measure of peace. Absolutely. I wanted to just go back to something that you had mentioned earlier uh, in, in the statement, just about how unique grief is, because I, I just want to say a few things about grief for the audience, because grief is an interesting emotion. It's Absolutely. an interesting cause. And sometimes, you know, people, it's it's something people don't want to do because no. it just feels so difficult. It's right. so, such a challenge. It's so hard, right. so painful. Yes. Uh, but everybody's grief is unique because I so what I find is that people feel like there's a certain way that there's a, there's a right or wrong, and I want to talk about that a little bit because there certainly that's, is no right or wrong. You're absolutely right, Mary, and that's something that's eternal. It's not just around the holiday time. It's right. at any time during the course of life. Grief does not have a statute of limitations. Yeah. That's the yes. bad news. Yeah. The good news is there will always be people willing to listen and willing to help you process your grief as you move forward. I always tell my families, I don't like the term moving on. Right. Because moving on to me, it, it implies that you're leaving the person behind. You're not going to think about them. We move forward. Right. You know, it's like right. we don't get over That's our losses, right. but we do get through them. That's right. And, you know, as a former chaplain, what I, I always cite the, the 23rd Psalm which is a scripture that's held in common by the major religions of this world, and where it says, he leads me through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm -hmm. You know, we all get through that valley. And oh, by the way, every human being is going to have to go through that valley at one way, in, at one time or another. Right. 
either facing their own death or facing the grief of losing a loved one. So I always tell people, when you've ever been in a valley, you go into that valley and maybe the sun is behind a mountain or something, it gets dark, but then you emerge out the other side back out into the sunlight. I had a patient once say to me, what if it's a box canyon? <laughs> so you go in and you, there's, a, there's this cliff. And I'd say to him, do you think that the people who love you are going to leave you there? Right. Of course not. Mm -hmm. They're going to help you scale that cliff. Right. They're going to help you continue to move forward in your life yeah. because they love you and they know that your life and their lives are worth living together. Yes. Yeah. And, and as you've mentioned, it's, it's about, you know, the hard part is that the only way to get to the other side, to go through the healing, is actually to go through it. Yes. And, and just as you're mentioning, you know, it's interesting that you brought up the terms about moving on and things like that, because I think we need to be more conscious of our words. Yes. Because sometimes people will think, will even say things like, you'll recover, like, you know. And I, and I, I try to talk to people about that, too, is that, you know, when we, when we say we don't recover from grief, when no. we do that, it kind of intimates that grief is an illness that we need to be cured from, which it is not. Absolutely right. The other thing, too, when we say recovery, that we're going to return to a previous level, which we're not. Absolutely So it's right. really more about reconciled. We, we become reconciled to it, right? Life is forever changed yeah. by it. But, and, and then we, move, we will move on. Right. And like you say, not, but not moving on from that person. We will go forward, like you yes. say. So it's like the reconciliation, I think, is an important term because it, it is something that we are forever changed by. That's right. You're uh, absolutely right but about But it that. doesn't mean that we won't be able to move forward. No, exactly. And I think that is such an important point, to embrace the new now. Yes. To yeah. embrace the new reality. Yeah. You know? we are no longer having that person with us. Yep. And unfortunately, we can't travel back through time. We can't change anything. What has happened has happened. We can only move forward. Yep. So understanding that is so important. When we say you will recover, you're not going to recover the way it was back then, just no. as you pointed out. Right. We can never bring back the past. We can move forward with the lessons of the past and the love and the memories That's of the right. past informing our continuing forward momentum yeah. in our life's journey. Yeah. Uh, it is a new normal. It is who we are now going forward. Yeah. And how can we adjust to that? Yeah. So you're right about language. It's so important, the words we use. You hear people yeah. say, well, you should be over this by now. Uh, it's been a year, or yeah. you should be this, or you, right. should, or you shouldn't do this, you should do that. Right. And I always say, cut those folks a little slack because mm -hmm what they're saying is they really don't want to see you in pain. Right. They don't want to see yeah. you grieving and hurting and sad. So for them, that is their solution to it. But that's not yours. Right. And so what I always tell people, advise people to say when they have someone say that to them is, well, you know, I really appreciate what you're saying because I know you care about me. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that might work for you, but I'm not you. And you didn't lose this person like I did. You're right. not feeling this loss as right. I am. Yeah. So I'm working on a different pace, on a different parallel course, yeah. but it's my course, yeah. it's my pace. Yeah. And I just need you to support me and yeah. be there for me. Yeah. You know, that, that, right. that is the most important because Absolutely. it educates everybody involved in that. Into, yeah. Wait a minute, we are unique. Yeah. You know, I'm not him, I'm yeah. not her. Yeah. And I need to respect who they are yep. 
Nobody and will ever experience the pain that you're feeling right. at that and at any given time. And what the pain that you feel at any given time, it won't be the same as it will at another time too. Absolutely. So just again, right. people being able to to navigate through that, it's just it's so hard to conceptualize. And as you mentioned, the goal is not to get over this. It's really for it to become more tolerable with time. Uh, and that's the healing process. That's right. Right. That's what's most important. Yeah. Again, we do not get over these yeah. losses. We get through them. Yeah. To imply you get over is goes back to the term used, but recovery. Yeah. We're recovering the past. No, you can't recover the past. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it can't be. Yeah. But you are now a different person because of this experience and find ways to discover the strengths. Yeah. You know, when I'm when I'm counseling folks, I always say to them, think about the losses in your life before. How did you cope with those? Or how did you not cope with those? Yeah. What worked? What didn't work? Yeah. Learn from your own history. Right. You know, I always, I always say, I love this quote from Michelangelo, when, when a person asked him after he had created the sculpture, the Pieta, which is Mary holding the body of Jesus, they asked him, how do you create these incredible sculptures? And he is reported to have said, all I do is free the statue from the stone. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful, yeah. Because a lot of, of our answers are within us. Yes. You know, whenever I sit down with someone and I'm counseling them for their grief, I always say, by the way, I'm not the answer man, okay? Right. I don't have all the answers. I have ideas and I'm willing to share those with you, but I know the answers to all your questions and all your concerns are inside you. Mm. And all I'm here to do is shine that light into your heart and show you, yes, you can do this, you can get through this because you have this, this, and this, yeah. because you are this way, yeah. because you're learning and growing. Yeah. You know, that, that's right. what we do, encouragement. Yeah. So I say to people, when you want to help your friend or your family member through grief, ask them what they need. Yes. Yeah. Don't tell them what they should be doing. Right, exactly. What do they need and how can you help them? And if they say to you, great, you can help me with this, or thank you, maybe I'll, I'll keep you in mind, accept that. Right. Don't push it. Right. Yes. You know, always, yeah. always reassure them. I'll be there walking next to you. Yeah. Or if you need me, give me a call. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll come. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And reach out to them. You know, because what we find is that grieving people, they're not the apt to pick up that phone. So you reach out to them. That's an and, excellent. You know, point. And, and ask and people what do they need. Right. Uh, what or or just bring something to them. Yeah. That sort of thing. I mean. A card in the yeah. mail yeah. means, means a lot to everything. It doesn't yeah. take any time to do that, yeah. really. Yeah. Just a phone call, an email, a text yeah. saying, hey, thinking about you. Yeah. You know, that's a very good point. Keep in contact with them. Yeah. Because, like you say, some people are like, well, I don't want to bother anybody with this. Right. You know, and, yeah. and it's like, you're not a bother. You're a friend. Right. You're a family member. Yeah. You're a beloved person. And sometimes people don't, it's not ill-intended, but you know, life life moves forward, and again, sometimes it's not that people forget you, but it's it, time can get away. That's right. So that's where it's important again. And you're left holding that grief bag, which is a it's a heavy heavy thing to have. So Absolutely. it's uh, that's where again we need to make sure that we. Uh, I always schedule things and put things on my calendar, reminders in those ways. That is an excellent idea, and I highly recommend everyone yeah. do that because. You're right, time goes by so fast, and we live in such a fast-paced world. Yeah, we really do. You know, with electronics and everything. I mean, I talk about things that I think happened like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. And they happened a year ago. Yes, yeah. You know, and I think we've seen that during COVID. Yeah, we it's certainly like we have. have missing time. Right. You know, it's, yeah, it feels it's just like, like there's huge lapses, doesn't wow. it? Wow, yeah. 
So let's talk, so, so let's get to some pr more practical solutions too. Let's talk about these things. How can we help people in terms of this time around the holidays about other things they can do to navigate this? Right. I think it's an important thing to sit down and think about what traditions you have yep. in your family, mm -hmm. what personal things you do individually or what things you do collectively, yep. you know, communally in, in the community and in, yep. in, in your, you know, your family, your friends, your circle of friends. Some people will have like a Christmas grab or something yep. or they'll have yep. a Christmas party or a holiday party. Look at those things and say, okay, what about this do I think I can do? Yep. What about this do I think maybe needs to change? Yeah. Or maybe I just can't do that at all this year. Right. Yeah. Always look at it and ask yourself, how am I going to feel if yeah. I'm part of this? Yeah. If it's a situation where you're always hosting a, a gathering, maybe this year somebody else can host it right. for you. Yeah. Maybe instead of being the host, you can go and attend or yeah. decide I'm not ready yet for yeah. this. Yeah. And it's good to let our family, our friends, yeah. the circle of people, the, the orbit that we're in, yeah. let them know yeah. how we're doing. Yeah. It's like, you know, I know we always always have had this party at this time of the month in December or whatever, but this year it's just going to be too hard for me. Yeah. I hope you understand. I'm yeah. not going to be able to be there. Yeah. Or I'd, I'd, yeah. I can't run it, but if someone else could pick it up, yeah. you know, I'm happy to be there, but I yeah. really think I need to take a back seat. Yeah. And relax yeah. more yeah nothing wrong with doing not that. at all and yeah. I mean planning ahead and the other thing too is that you can plan ahead and I can say you know what Bob I'm gonna I will come over you've invited me I will come over and I might get close to that time and you know what it's just too much and I so I need to be able to have that permission to then say you know yes. what I'm not going to be able to do it after all. Right. Or the other thing, too, I always say to people is, you know, have an escape plan. Right. No, that's <laughs> right? great. That's great uh, advice. Yeah, because I, I think sometimes people, they avoid going. They yes. might want to go for a little while, but they avoid it because they feel like, oh, they're gonna, somebody's going to pick me up and I'm going to be trapped there for the evening. That's an excellent point. It's, again, how is this going to feel for me and what mm -hmm. can I do? But those are all excellent things. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. And you brought up a very good point. You get close to that time, maybe even like the, the night of, yeah. and all of a sudden you just, you, you know, you can't do it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with calling no. the person and saying, look, I'm really sorry, but I really don't feel up to it tonight. Yeah. And if they know you and they love you, yeah. hopefully they will understand. Yeah. And if some people are disappointed, well, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where that open communication is Absolutely. so important and to say really up front yeah. that you know I need I need everybody to understand right. that like we all have to do what's right for us within this yeah. this circumstance absolutely right yeah so it's hard for people because you know again it's not ill-intended they want you to be a part of that but it's about them not about you if we can all just allow one another to be the way we need to be mm -hmm. um, it will be a better off situation excellent point and I'd like to also stress that not only are we looking at things that we used to do that might bother us there may be things you can look at that you can initiate as a new tradition right you know Uncle Joe is not here Aunt Jane is not here this year yeah why don't we do something to honor them? Right. Or, you know, what was their favorite Hanukkah song? Yeah. Or their favorite Christmas carol? Yeah. Yes. You know, like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of those. Yeah. Let's, and, and make it fun. Yeah. Make it so that if that person were here, they'd be laughing up Right. Yeah. And they'd be grateful that you're remembering me. You remember yes. I love that song, even though I know the rest of you don't like it. <laughs> you know, it, it can create some, some new 
enjoyment. Right, yeah. right. It's yeah. a wonderful way to memorialize that person. Um, when my, my father died six years ago, and, and it was right before Thanksgiving, and my father loved strawberry shortcake uh, mm -hmm. from from uh, Henry's, which of course, mm -hmm. <laughs> so oh, yeah. the, 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 the creme de the creme, right? Mm -hmm. the, so anyhow, uh, that came to the holidays all the time. So here we are, the holidays, so I brought a strawberry shortcake. Nobody else in the family likes strawberry shortcake. <laughs> so we had this strawberry shortcake there in my father's honor. It oh. has ne We've never done an occasion since without that. And it's funny because the family will say to me, you brought the strawberry shortcake, didn't you? And it just sits there. Nobody, Nobody has it. Nobody eats it. But yeah. it really is kind of our way of, of really honoring and recognizing That him. is beautiful. I love yeah. that. That's an excellent so idea. So people can do various yeah. things like that, whether, whether it is like planting a tree or, right. or doing things. Even a memory box or stocking, right? People oh, can write absolutely. down. Oh, absolutely. Anything like that that's tangible. Yeah. And something it, like a memory box is something you can add to every year. Yes, yeah. So let's say, you know, we have a new grandchild in the family and you take their picture. They're one year old this year. Yeah. Next year you take their picture. They're two years old and, yeah. they, and you put that in the box. Yeah, yeah. So you actually, you know, every year you're adding something to it. Yeah. You're remembering that person. Yeah. Yeah. And you're celebrating the new lives around you. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. What are some other other things too that we can uh, suggest to people to help them to navigate this time? Well, uh, I think too it's finding out what did that person really love. Yeah. And maybe making it part of the tradition. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many different things that, that you can think about from a person. Some things can be very humorous, and that can really elevate, you know, lift the spirits of everyone. Um, but I would say trying to do the things that you want to do yeah. that make yeah. you feel good. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, you know, whether it's sending cards, whether it's creating something as a memorial, yeah. you know, anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Think outside the box. Yeah. Even volunteering time, I know that yes. that sounds very strange because people are like, my gosh, I'm grieving. I feel like I, be, I feel like my head's barely above water, but yet it's a, a wonderful time to be doing something like right. that, to be able to make a difference in somebody else's life during a time when you're hurting too. It can really enhance things for people. I agree. I think you and I hear this from our care dimensions yeah. volunteers. Yeah, they're there because they experienced a loss that we help them with and they want to pay it forward and help other people. Yeah. So volunteering is a great thing. When you do something, you're changing your focus from what's in here to what's out here, yeah. and you're making a difference for someone. Yeah. And in so doing, you feel better too. Absolutely. That's the beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, it really it is. It flows both ways. Yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna tell you, Bob, whenever I'm with you, the time goes by like it's oh, a split second, but talk about, um, you know, I know we have to wrap up, but right. talk about, um, the, some of the, the tree of lights and things like that. Thank you, absolutely. I appreciate that very much because every year Care Dimensions and our Bertillon Center for Grief and Healing, where I work, uh, we put together tree of lights ceremonies around our region, our service area. So um, I'm referencing a list here because yeah. I can't keep it all in the hard drive <laughs> anymore. Uh, we have ceremonies coming up on December 5th, which is a Monday at five o'clock you know, on Cape Ann. Okay. Uh, this is at the Bank Gloucester. 
uh, in Cape Ann. We have a ceremony in Danvers coming up on Tuesday, the 6th of, of December at 5 o'clock, and that's at the M&T Bank. Yep. Uh, we're doing a ceremony at the Bemis Hall in Lincoln, which is the Lincoln Senior Center, okay. on December 7th, which is a Wednesday at 6 o'clock. And we have a Swampscott ceremony on Thursday, December 8th at 5 o'clock that will be at the Town Hall in Swampscott and the First Church in Swampscott Congregational. So we encourage people to come to those yep. things where they can lift up the names of their loved yeah. ones, where there is a special ceremony. And it, it's really a beautiful time for people to come together. And yeah. it's interactive, yeah. which I think is really helpful. The, the other thing I'd like to mention, yeah. too, and, and I'd ask everyone, always go to our Care Dimensions website. Yeah. Always look at the Grief Support and Bereavement section. Yeah. There's a calendar of events of things coming up. It's mm -hmm. constantly updated. Yeah. But we have Coping with the Holidays uh, groups that yeah. we're doing, you know, that are really helping with this sort of thing. So look at the website. Come to one of these candle lighting, tree lighting ceremonies. Yeah. Be part of a way to celebrate the life and the love of the person you've lost at this season, which is a season of light yeah. in all the major religions. Right. You know, yeah. I, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing. Thanks for listening to Living Forever, Not an Option with Lynn Skarmis and Mary Crow. To learn more about Care Dimensions, please visit our website at www.caredimensions.org or check out our podcast website at www.caredimensions.org backslash podcast. We would love to hear from you with questions or comments. Please feel free to email us at podcast at caredimensions.org and of course you can always call our office at any time. The number is 888-283-1722.